I did it. Hi, Ross. Hey, dude. Sam, my dude, what's up? <laughs> nothing, nothing much, my dude. My dude. <laughs> uh, How's it going? It's pretty good. I, uh, I set the, I'm in the upstairs room, which gets hot, and we don't have central air. We've got air conditioning units in the windows, window units, as they're called. Right. And we, and I came up early and turned it on as cold as it could possibly go in anticipation of having to turn it off right now Yeah. for, for this podcast recording. So you didn't hear. That's a good air conditioner noise. Um, I am in my tiny bathroom again. And the... Hold me closer, tiny bathroom? Yeah, I, no, release me from your grips, tiny bathroom, because it is. There are no windows and no vents in the tiny bathroom. So, anyway, hey, hey, um, another fortnight has passed in the River City, and here we are liking things again, liking things, and and our listeners responded in droves. They did about things they liked. I have a, I have a follow up before that follow up. Is that okay? No, it's not. It's against <laughs> the rules of the show. Well, well, last episode, unbeknownst to us, was our one-year anniversary episode. Did you know we that? We did it for, we've done it for a year, and we should have known because uh, Squarespace, who is not a sponsor, though they should be, charged my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> it's like their own way of supporting the show. In re- exactly. Kind of in reverse, I guess, though. So, yeah, it was, it's been a year. I like doing this show. I'm, it's, it's amazing that when you're a grown-up, things happen in years. Yeah, so fast. It's crazy. And we've, yeah. this is the 20th episode, so... I, th- I guess we missed a few here or there, but like, man, we've done a thing for a year. That's a thing I like for sure. Yeah, I like that too. It's so hard to do things. It's super hard. We've, we've done it for a year. Okay. And you also wanted to correct. Yes, I did. I yourself. was. I said the words Music City 5 last week, which was something someone said to me that they liked. When I asked people what they liked, they said MC5. Turns out Music City 5 is not a thing. It's probably a thing, but it's not the right thing. The right thing is Motor City 5, which makes a ton of sense because it's a band from Detroit, right? The, mm-hmm. the Motor City. Music City 5 is like some post-apocalyptic. Like this is the city. It's city number five, and it's where all the musicians live. Yeah, we've, we've sourced that one city as our place to create the music. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So that's great. Yeah, that's great. So, But but now on to the, our, our listeners like things, and that's that feels good. Yeah, it's almost like we have a tiny little segment now of things other people like, which I'm into because I like to spread the liking, I think. Take us through them, Ross. All right, here we go. Um, I asked again what people liked and what people were into, and Germarian, Germarian says, Palomino Blackwing 602, and then a pencil emoji, and I have no idea what any of those three words mean when used in that way. Um I hope it's not a terrible thing that I've just recommended to people. I didn't even look it up. I'm a, I'm a bad person. So Palomino Blackwing 602 pencil emoji. Um, Valerie Catro, who I'm related to, said, Magnolias, they're so big and sassy. How runners give each other head nods, waves, in solidarity. And the NPR Politics podcast, which I can vouch for as being a very entertaining podcast. Um, Matt Moment, who also has a podcast, says, First wave ska music, New Chance the Rapper, Zelda games for story reasons as well as gameplay reasons. And I support all that stuff, especially as we know the Chance the Rapper, the new Chance the Rapper mixtape is out of control good. Um, Charles TM says, I like carrying an X. This is interesting. So this is my impact your life, Sam. 
Um, mm-hmm. I like carrying an extra clean T-shirt in the bag for warm weather, which is a super good idea, especially if you're a person who bikes. Like maybe just mm. maybe just throw another T-shirt in there. If you get all sweaty, boom. If you're in the tiny little bathroom and maybe you have somewhere to go after the tiny bathroom and you're all sweaty, boom, T-shirt in your bag. Uh, he also or he or she, I guess, also likes cheats movement, which is a thing I like, and maybe I should put it on my list actually. And people who use turn signals. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, Jeff Mueller, uh, who you have a podcast with, Mr. Jeff Mueller, right? I do. And he likes the Oregon coast, which he'll, mm. I, I'll have to take his word. Um, Sleepy Time Extra Tea, Tweetbot, and pictures of my kids, which I assume. Of your kids? Uh, yeah, I only have one, so I assume he means his own kids. Oh, his kids. Yeah. Well, who, I also like pictures of your kid. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'm into that. <laughs> um, Karen Catro, another person that I am related to. Says soft shell, soft shell crabs and then two hard eye emojis. Soft shell is a hard word to say. Dude, I <laughs> I thought about that before this and then I screwed it up anyway. <laughs> soft shell, soft shell. I'm not, and it's not the beers. It's just the you know English language tough stuff. Uh, Plothmaster likes Converse update. Converse's update to the Chuck Taylor. T- oh, man, look what look what's happened to me. Converse's update to the Chuck Taylor shoe, the Chuck Two. And then colors so loud. That's my wife. You, so you're related to this person. Says uh, proselytizing Hamilton successfully. Oh, Hamilton's so good. It's on my list. Maybe we'll do next week. Having my body tattooed and watching baking shows with my kids. Which that last one sounds lovely, honestly. All right, Sam, let's get down to business. <laughs> the, the business of the day, <laughs> uh, which is something you like because I went first last time. Okay, hit me. Uh, Ross, you like not taking a shower. Yeah, that's right. I do. Now, I've got questions, but would you like to like an opening statement? I would love an opening statement. So I think showers are a waste of time, and I don't see a whole lot of benefit to them, and I see a lot of benefit to not taking showers. And for the past, we might be up to five years now, Sam, I have not been taking a ton of showers. And my life's, my life's great. Everything's great, shower-wise, shower you know? I've got, I've got many questions. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start with... Your origin story. So, so two things happened. The first thing was that I read some some articles, probably, or some books, or, or maybe I like watched a Michael Pollan YouTube, and I felt weird about applying. This is this sounds dumb, uh, but I felt felt weird about purposefully applying chemicals to my skin. Was weird to me, um, mm-hmm. and I think it started with shampoo. And I started, I like, I think if you read about what's in shampoo, it would be one of those things where like cyanides and apples, like you eat an apple seed and die. Like probably the, the terrible things that are in shampoo probably aren't, are fine for you and your, and your body. But mm-hmm. it was weird at, at the time when I was much younger, it, it seemed weird to purposely apply chemicals onto my head. And so I was like, well, what are some, what are some, uh, alternatives for, shampoo i think that i stumbled upon baking soda as a thing it, which is is so often the just use baking soda right like toothpaste you can use it for all the things everything yeah. in your body can be cleaned by baking soda so i i started there or if you need to make a volcano in the shower like if you're if you have yeah. volcano needs while you're showering you can do it um anyway um 
Yeah, so I started doing baking soda, and simultaneously, because I had hair at the time, and so simultaneously, I started going bald around this time as well. And so I started shaving my head. Problem solved. Yeah, and and it really is. That's the truth. Like, when I started shaving my head, the need for showering plummets when you don't have hair. Uh, Because the most visible sign that you're a dirty, unwashed garbage person is that your hair is, like, greasy and plastered to to your head, right? But when you don't have hair, Sam... No one can know how long it's been since you showered. I would say that I have a different primary indicator for my not showering. Sure. But I, I understand that as, that as an indicator. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell Specifically me? Specifically the, the, smell, the smelling bad. Okay. So, yeah, no, this is a legitimate concern, uh, smelling bad. And I think it's mostly mitigated by always wearing an undershirt. Step one of everyone's life should be always wearing an undershirt. And... In the winter months, it's mostly fine. Summer months, like today, it's hot, right? We've talked about how it's hot. Mm-hmm. At church today, the air conditioner was broke in the sanctuary. And I did not smell my best today at church. But it's church. They have to be okay with me smelling bad there, you know? I, I think in most situations, I'm never close enough to a human. If I'm close enough to a human for them to smell me, and I oh, stand man. continuously, and I smell bad then we're probably in a, in a, some sort of relationship where it, it's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, do you also f- feel that there is a general flora or fauna of your body that you're trying to preserve? Are you I, I feel, into that? I, I am into it. I, I meant to do some research before the show to see if that's true or not. Like, <laughs> that, It wouldn't be our show <laughs> if we did research. Like One of the things that people say is that like the reason you smell bad is you wash away all of the you know, pH balance for a woman stuff off of your body and your body's all out of whack. So you have these like bacterias that are, that are, if you wouldn't wash them away, it would, would be in like a, a stable state and you wouldn't smell bad. And so by constantly washing and washing and washing, you're like causing them to overproduce or oversmell or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the layman's logic there. But I don't know if it's true, but it sure sounds good, right? Like it sounds, it sounds like it could be true. And like, I don't know, bodies are bodies and like, I feel I felt I did like that was part of the impetus with the chemical stuff was to be like, I don't know, there's like balance to you. And I'm not trying to like scrub all my stuff that my body's working hard to make like oil in your skin and stuff has a purpose. You know, it has an evolutionary purpose. I don't, couldn't tell you what it is, but I'm sure it exists. And well, you made that you you spent calories making that stuff. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to like just going to throw it away, wash it down the drain. So uh, so you find yourself in a situation like. Uh, Richmond summers where you ride, ride your bike to work on a 110 degree day that's humid or church's air conditioners broken. Uh, what prompts the, the occasions in which you do take a shower? So the, the biggest one is when I get my hair cut and Valerie Catry, who I'm related to, uh, will shave my head every like about a fortnight, you know, and that's the oh so every two weeks or so i was thinking you were like six months oh no and i'm honestly probably more frequent than every two weeks but like after getting a haircut i have to shower because you have to rinse all of the all the hairs away right so that's one reason And and the other is like like you said like if it's a trillion humid degrees out and i get home from work and i'm just soaking wet i will rinse off i won't do anything in there other than rinse off it's like a three minute process but like definitely rinse sweat off it doesn't sound like you were too dogmatic about this that if the people in your life who are you are close to 
told you to take a shower, you would go take a shower. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. You know, it's it's not some uh, penance you're doing. Right. I'm I'm really interested, Sam, in the feedback I get after the show. I, we'll we'll see. <laughs> we got surprisingly little uh, feedback for our deodorant after show. I don't think people knew the after show was there. Oh. So we'll see. I mean, that's all. That's on my list to talk about too. Related to this topic is deodorant. Well, they seem very similar. Yeah, and it is. It's totally exactly. I haven't worn deodorant probably in a decade, and it's been totally fine. Deodorant creeps me out, and I feel totally great not wearing deodorant at all. It's not that you don't like showers. It's that you actively like not taking showers. Yes. What feels good about not taking a shower? I, in, honestly, I, uh, the waste of the time thing for sure. But like, it also just feels like such a drag to, to waste my time for a reason, a societal reason. And listen, don't get me wrong. I, un, I, am, a, I am very aware of all of the societal things that women must do for these exact reasons, right? Like you have to, I, like Ross has to take a shower because his hair looks gross and greasy and plastered to his head. And we have decided as a society that's an unacceptable way to be in public. And I understand that the all that stuff for women is a trillion times worse. And, like, I just don't want to deal with it. And I am lucky enough to have uh, to not have to do it because I basically my head shaved. And no one can tell unless they get real close to my armpits and put their nose there. Like, no one can tell that I am just kind of, like, I am, I am uh, not abdicating. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm opting out of this thing society says I need to do. And like the the result has been, I don't need to do it. Like it's been fine. No one, I, I mean, people still hang out with me. Um, they, I don't think they, my family sometimes calls me Mr. Stinky Bits. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think anyone else calls me that. Uh, maybe they'll start. Maybe it's like behind my back. Uh, but I enjoy not having to do this thing that I think is kind of dumb because that's the way the world is. Okay. Sam. Yes. Your thing is not a thing that you don't like to do, but a thing that you do like to do. Yeah. How did you sneak in a thing you don't like <laughs> phrased as a thing that you do like? Hey, no rules on this show, man. It's just no rules. It's no rules. The thing that you like, Sam, is taking the bus. Taking the bus. Taking the bus. So uh, listeners will know that I was without a job for a little while. Yeah. And I got a job. And it is downtown. And I've started taking the bus to work almost every day. That's awesome. And it's nice. So in the Richmond area, for our out-of-town listeners, there is the GRTC, the Greater Richmond Transit Company. Company. (laughs) We'll find (laughs) out. (laughs) <laughs> and they've got these purplish buses and they go basically they take you from places around Richmond to the downtown area and then back to those places. So our bus system right now is designed around going downtown and then home again, which is perfect cuz that's what I do. That's that's a that's a hub and spoke system. A hub hub and spoke. Yeah. I get up uh in the morning, I shower, get dressed, uh, help the kids get started with their day I walk to the bus stop I get on, I say hello to the driver I sit down in the back of the bus because that's where the sideways seats are that don't have another row in front of them and I've got tall person legs mm-hmm. and I play on my phone for like half an hour 
until I get to where my work stop is, and I pull the thinger, and I get off the bus and I walk up, uh, walk up to my office. I have about a thousand questions. Yeah, so let's do it. My Your questions. My bi- my biggest question, as a person, uh, myself speaking of myself, as a person who is crushed and riddled by anxiety over everyday tasks, how in the world did you ever work up the? This sounds real dumb. How did you work up the? It cur- doesn't sound dumb. Okay. How did you work up the courage to take? Did you did you have a did you have a wingman that took you on the bus the first time, or did you just solo it? So I have a, a specific tab in my notes that says bus anxiety is real. Yeah, bus anxiety is real. Of what am I? What do I do? I don't know what I don't know what what do I do? So I I don't know. So I was nervous about it, like anybody would be doing something they've never done before. So the good news is, a it's not hard. People do it all the time, and. There are a bunch of tutorials and stuff that can prep you, but you're still going to be anxious the first time. Yeah. So I had a few things going for me. <laughs> I knew enough that from following the great uh, GRTC Twitter account that they've got stuff to help you on their website. So I looked up my route and I saw the estimated times of when when my bus would be coming around so, uh, to the stop near my house. There's a app on the phone that'll tell you the next bus coming to that stop so it gives you a little bit of a of an idea of oh i didn't miss the bus it's coming it'll be here in five minutes there are also and this was key there are also videos on the website there are videos on the the bus website instructing you how to get on and off the bus how to pay for the bus and how I'm surprised there's not a video that's like how to sit in a chair. But but, but like this is my like my biggest concern the, the, is not like figuring out when or the bus comes or how to get to where I'm going on the bus. It is like where on the card swiper machine. Exactly. They've got a video. They've got a video that shows you here is the machine. If you have this type of card, put it in this slot with it facing this direction. Did you did you feel confident after watching those videos of which slot and direction and stuff to to do? I was glad I watched the videos. Okay, because it's not complicated, but when you get there, it's this big machine with lots of different things. So when I first got on the bus, I had ten dollar fare cards, which I'm going to tell you I did have a bus sensei who didn't ride the bus with me, but who told me all the bus knowledge, which is at a friend of the show at Tabor. Gotcha. He's everyone's bus sensei, I think. He's everyone's bus sensei. But I asked him, hey, uh, what type of fare card should I get? Where do you buy them? Turns out the answer is CVS. Go to CVS and say, I'd like a $10 fare card. Tabor said, get $10 fare cards and then just use them. And so I did that. And I knew from watching the video that the first time you use the the $10 fare card goes in a different slot than the other swipey cards. See, that's, that's critical information. It is. And there's a video and you watch it. And they're like, I'm glad I watched the video. I know what to do. I did my homework. Boom. Have you have you attempted any more advanced stuff like putting your bike on the front of the bus? Not yet, though I will make it a goal that I'm going to do that sometime this summer and do the bike uh, bus in and bike home. Yeah, that sounds great to me. And there is a video that shows you how to put your bike on the front of the bus. So stressful, Sam. I'm so. And it also, as part of the video... It tells you how to interact with the human driver on the bus. <laughs> like, like, tell your driver, hello. 
Well, not just that, but like your dri- if you're putting a, bu- a bike on the front of the bus, your driver it is polite and your driver will not expect you to, but it is proper for you to say to the driver, "I'm going to put my bike on the front." And then they'll say, "Okay," and you pull it down and you put your bike on the thing so they know not to drive away right away. Oh yeah. And then when you they they instruct you in the video, when it's your stop, say to the driver, "Hey, I'm getting my bike off the front." And they'll say, "Okay." And then they don't drive away with your bike on the front. So useful. Right. All right. So you wouldn't think that you needed that in a video of it's okay to talk to the driver like a human being and tell them what you're doing. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. All right. I appreciated so it too. I have uh so tell me this. So So you asked advanced techniques I have done. Oh yeah. I have done figuring out what you do with uh the dollar that's left over on your ten dollar fare card oh, when yeah. you've wrote Written nine dollars worth. Yeah, because a dollar fifty doesn't divide into ten. Right. You put the card in, and it says insert fifty more cents, please. And then you put in a second card, and it takes off fifty cents off that card. So it, you never need cash or coin, as long as you're as long as you're sufficiently Correct. supplied with cards. Correct. Since then, I have through my work gotten a uh, GRTC Transit Pass, which is comes out of my paycheck before taxes, and just gives me as many rides as I want. Okay. Have you have you ridden the bus anywhere other than work yet? Uh, with this card, I'm technically not supposed to ride it anywhere other than work. Oh. I get 50 swipes is what, what they say, which is a 10 more than riding every day. Okay. But I, I have not ridden the bus uh, since I started riding it recently anywhere other than work. The once, um, though I have looked up how to get to the comic book store from from my office using the bus, which is, doesn't seem that hard. Uh, so there's that. There's the GRTC app, which tells you what the buses are doing right now. There's also the Google Maps app has transit built into it. So one thing that I can do on my watch is uh, basically from anywhere, hit the little home button on Google Maps, and I've set it up as bus as my default. And it will tell me based on where I am at that point anywhere in the city what the fastest bus route is home. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, I think uh, my habits will change dramatically when BRT is a thing. Yeah. Because... That's bus rapid transit. Or... Bus rapid transit, which will go up and down Broad Street, and I won't really need to worry about schedules as much because it comes every 10 minutes. For people interested in buses in Richmond, um, we have a guy in town now who is redesigning all of our bus routes. He prefers they called lines, actually, our bus lines. From the, the spoken hub that we talked about earlier, where everyone, even like from my house, which I, I live kind of near you, but like if I also want to get downtown, I have to go, or if I want to go anywhere, I have to go downtown first. And so, right. like, there's a lot of like going in and then back out uh, on Richmond's bus system. And this guy's looking to change it to more theoretically, we'll see what he recommends, but like more grid based. So instead of going in and back out, you can go like left and down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And increase the frequency. Of the buses, so that even the the local routes that the local lines maybe that you're talking about will hopefully run a lot more frequent than just once per hour. Yeah, know? so change is coming, and I'm optimistic about that change. Yeah. Before you ask some more questions, talk about some other things that I like. Um, so one again, one of the benefits is it goes basically from my house to work pretty much directly. Yeah, that was my one of my questions. Less- where is the where is your stop next to your house? Uh, right across from the elementary school near my house. So that's like a one-minute walk. Maybe two. Okay. 
and then it drops me off on the same block as my work. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, as I mentioned before, a benefit is you get to play on your phone. Uh, I have edited this podcast, not this particular, I'll probably edit this particular episode on the bus. Yes. On my iPad. But I have edited episodes on the uh, the bus. Uh, What else? You get to listen to your podcasts. Well, you can do that in a car, but you can still do it on the bus. Uh, you get to watch people in cars who think they're alone. Do you get a lot of nose picking with that? There's the nose picking, there's uh, eye scratching, there's singing. And just, it's not in like a making fun of the people kind of way. It's just like... Humans, humans doing human humans, stuff. Humans doing, humans being humans. I love that. Um, one, one thing that I've found is a benefit. There was a Twitter discussion somewhat recently about primarily dads coming home and being like, Man, I just got home to my family. I need 10 minutes to chill. That was me. I said that. You started that conversation. Yeah. Some other dads chimed in. Yeah. And I'm finding that the bus does that for me. Gives you the time to shift gears from work to home. In a way that driving the car didn't. Mm, that's fascinating. Do you? Because the driving the car uses just enough of my brain that I never, like it, it was active. Whereas riding the bus is, you, you sit on the seat and play on your phone, which is what I would be doing if I were locked in my bedroom having just got home yeah that's awesome I, and i'm yeah. like i think yeah like riding my bike is not that like it's not i think there is too much of my brain involved in riding a bike to feel that that like gear shift thing for my brain hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and i'll reiterate that the the grtc twitter account is super nice so follow that if you're going to take the follow bus that. follow that uh um, do you... the, the the other anxiety that is real that they don't give you a video for the only thing that causes caused me a little more anxiousness when i was first doing it is knowing when to pull the thinger for your stop i feel like what that's like a critical that's like half of riding a bus right they have to tell you how to do that they tell you how to i mean pulling the thinger they tell you how to do Hmm. right it's not hard to pull the thinger so you have to know your bus line well enough to know this I have just passed the stop that is before my stop. Yeah. So one piece of information that isn't readily available is where is the sign of the stop that is right before my stop so I can pull it after I pass that sign to let the driver know my stop is next. I guess do you learn this because the first day you drive past your stop and are like, oh, butts, and you hit the thing and you're like, next time I'll remember. You you do that or you just pay attention. Like when you're like you real pull. close to it. Right. I mean, the bus doesn't, it, it, it doesn't go like lightning speed. It tries at normal car speed. <laughs> <laughs> Your homework, Ross, yeah. is sometime in the near future, you and I are going to ride a bus together. Yeah, because I think I could watch all the videos in the world and I still am going to need a wingman to get me through my first time. And then I'll be good to go after that. So you need to go to... CVS, you can go to the one near our house where the super friendly smiley guy is. I love that guy, by the way. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's the best CVS person ever. I mean, he's, he's a great human being. And, and I don't, I wish I knew his name. <laughs> I try to remember it. But he always makes me feel good going into that CVS. Yeah. He's a, he's a person I like. Yeah, person I like right there. And ask him, they don't, they're behind the counter, but say, hey, can I buy a $10 GRTC pass? Okay. Oh, I'm excited to ride the bus. I should, yeah. since I'm like a bus advocate in in my other life. I I, I do. I, ha- I have one tiny quick hitter. We don't even have to talk about. It. I just do we have s- some? I just do s- we have some quick hits? Yeah, quick hits. I want to say one out loud. 
quick hits, quick hits, quick hits, quick hits. I could have already said it in that time of the echoey refrain. You just you just did there. We could be done. I'll fix it in post. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, my quick hit of thing I like this week is sandwich-shaped Tupperware boxes. Ooh. Do you have one any at your house? I, do you mean just like a rectangular? Yeah, but they're thing? short. It's like the size of a sandwich. Yeah, we've got we've got those. That thing is a, a well envisioned device. We've got one that's plain, and then one that has a princess on it, and one with like a dragon. Yeah, we've got we've got them. Avengers ones. Put a peanut butter and jelly in there. It's so compact, and I just love it. Now, have you seen the little foldy up pieces of strong plastic with Velcro? Mm, I ha- like a snack bag situation. No, it's not a bag, but it's like for a sandwich. Same type of thing as Tupperware, but the Tupperware is kind of foldy and has Velcro, so you kind of wrap the sandwich. Oh, this sounds yeah, interesting. Those exist. Okay, we'll put the URL in the show notes. In the URL. In the URL. Where can people find show notes for this uh, episode, Ross? Oh, what a seg! Um, you can you can find the show notes. You can find the show notes at salmonrosslikethings.com, The very, very, very top. At the top. At the top. It's awesome how the internet works like that. So good. Reverse Chrome for life. It could have been at the bottom. We could have decided a long time ago that we were regular Cron, which would have been a bad decision. All right, Sam, where do we find you on the website, internets? Uh, You can find me at samdavies.me and uh, at Mr. Beefy on Twitter. Cool. You can find me at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yes. Tell me your P.O. Box address, and I swear I was going to remember it, but it is 25914. You got it. <laughs> did you write it down? I did not, dude. That was right out of my brain. 25914. So, uh, no one sent us any mail this week. God. Sad trombone. But you can send mail to P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914, care of Sam Davies. That's me. And uh, Ross remembered it. So as a reward to Ross. Someone send me a dang letter. Come on. Someone send Ross a dang letter. All right, Sam. I'll see you in a fortnight. See you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye.